Have you ever wondered how to show up as your best version of yourself no matter what life throws at you? You are not alone. I've spent the last 6 years on the comeback trail after getting fired as a burned out workaholic who missed her first candlelight wedding anniversary. When life gets tough, there's always a choice. Give up or show up. So how do you forge an inspiring leadership without the overwhelm completely from scratch? Join me in my quest to bring you the stories, strategies and tips you need to inspire you to succeed. I am Priyanka Khandalkar and this is Show Up with Priyanka. Welcome everyone. Welcome to Show Up with Priyanka and this is your host Priyanka Khandalkar. I am so excited for my today's speaker. She is Amy Fentes. Amy is a thought leader, speaker, author, coach, wife and a mother who inspires others by showing them how to look at life a bit differently. Compelled to help people successfully navigate their lives, she now shares her insight and aha moments in her book Words of Wisdom, which is all about what you need to know on the road of your life's journey. As well as on YouTube and Facebook, she's inspiring others to reimagine their decision so they can find their voices change their stories and become their own heroes amy achieved some life altering accomplishments such as producing and hosting a tv special called stretching your dollar amy lives in northern virginia with her husband she enjoys traveling and spend time volunteering with her therapy dog uh duncan bringing joy to those in her community that's so beautiful welcome amy so happy to have you here thank you so much <laughs> so Amy I would love to know uh before we even go into like more detailed interview like what are the core values which actually drives you every day Goodness core values I you know I want everybody to lead a stress-free, happy, joyful, accomplished life. Mm-hmm. And so I do everything in my power to create programs and coaching and spread the word on ways to do that. I love that. I I love that because I feel like our coaching and our work needs to align with our core values or else we don't we feel hollow inside. Do you feel the same Amy? Exactly. Exactly. I feel like we were born into this world with the ability to live a stress-free life and we've lost it. And yes. so learning things along the way that have greatly helped me, I now pass those on to others so that they help them as well. I love that. I love that Amy. So I would love to ask you Amy, what is the story behind where you are today as an entrepreneur? Oh my gosh, there are many stories <laughs> which got me to where I am today. You know, it's not like you're born and boom you have one major event and then woo you're there. <laughs> and it's um a lot of stories along the way that are defining moments. Mm-hmm. And what I found throughout all the different moments that I've had is that there was one moment where i made a decision i made a decision to not sit in it anymore to take one step forward to make my life different than it had been the day before and that one decision led me down a path to many other decisions that led me to where i am today I love that Amy. So Amy, if I if I have to ask you like if the audience wants to know what is your background, like where you come from, like what was that what is your background before this one decision or this one aha moment happened in your life? 
Well, uh, I'll try and condense, you know, 50 some years down to 50 some seconds, but born in Maine. So a real maniac, or some people call them Mainers, maniac. Oh, really? <laughs> and, yes. And I try, my family moved a lot. I tell people we were not in the military, nor were we part of the um, witness protection program, but we moved 19 times in 18 years as I was wow. growing up, mm-hmm. which was one of the major pivotal factors of who I am today. Because of that, I was always the new girl. I was always the one that sat at the at the um, cafeteria table at lunch by myself. And because of that, I am really big on inclusion and community and uplifting others that might be sad or sitting by themselves or off on the sidelines and giving the encouragement that they need just to get back into the game. So I we moved around a lot. I ended up in Florida of all places, went to the University of Florida there, uh, ended up moving to Chicago, met my husband in Chicago, and then settled here in Virginia uh, because of a huge, huge catastrophic event post 9-11. I um, that was one of my biggest, you know, pivotal defining moments because my husband and I had just built and moved into our dream house. And it was a beautiful day. For those of you who lived through 9-11 here in Virginia, it was an amazingly blue sky, cloudless blue sky day. And all of a sudden my world changed in a, in a moment um, when we received a phone call. Now I was one of the lucky ones. My husband who flies for a major airline was actually at home, but we started getting call after call after call, wondering where he was and was he safe? And we ran to the TV to watch like so many others watch a, as the planes flew into the World Trade Center. And although I was lucky that my husband wasn't included in the fatalities that day, when everybody else picked up the pieces and got back to life as somewhat normal, our lives were left in pieces and we, our income was cut in half, literally overnight. And we had some really big decisions to make. I tell people it's kind of like that ice cream on the kitchen floor moment, mm-hmm. you know, when you're you have so many times where you're sitting there crying boohoo in a in a tub of ice cream, mm-hmm. and it was in that moment that I got my voice. I made the decision that I wasn't going to raise my children the way I was raised in the way of finances. Uh, my parents did the best they could. Let's face it. They yes. had limited information. We have so many more options and opportunities mm-hmm. now. And they did the best they could when they were raising me, mm-hmm. but I was not prepared. My, my idea of a budget was you spend the money until it's gone and then you wait for more to come in. Yes. And I thought everybody kind of budgeted that way. Mm-hmm. So when our, when our income was cut in half, I, it, it was catastrophic for us, uh, especially moving into a brand new home. Mm-hmm. And I 
was determined and made it my mission at that point to not only learn better ways to manage my own finances and dig myself out of a hole that I was had gotten into, but instill it in my children so that they would never be in that situation when they got older. I love that, Amy. And it's so pivotal, like all these moments in our life, how they trigger things to happen. Like I remember, like for me, it was not that catastrophic, but uh, I'm sorry for you to go through that because sometimes like, uh, and I, I know like a lot of people lost a lot of loved ones because I remember of like going and finding different stories on Google. Like there's like documentaries of like what happened during that phase. And it just hurts you in your soul. Like you were not there to help them. Of course I was in India back then, but uh but I mean, I, I feel like those moments are so important to like really make a choice. What are you going to do with it rather than like treating it as something like, oh, it's just happened now. Let's just move on. But I think having that like awareness, like there's something I need to change. I need to change the way I look at life. I need to change how my kids are raised. And I love that you took that as a like you took that as a push to like really look into like how you can focus on helping kids with like raising them with uh, more money mindset. And as you said, like our parents did our best to raise us. So I would love to know, Amy, like what was your initial struggles? Like when you started this entrepreneur journey, like you got this idea, you were passionate, I want to help them. So as you were starting up, like what was the struggles which you faced, uh, which no one knows about? Well, you know, you, you don't know what you don't know. Yes. So I did a lot of reading and a lot of implementing to see what worked and what didn't. And I will tell you, when I was going through it, I had no idea what the outcome was going to be. I had no idea the, if it was going to impact them or not. Now, fast forward, my children are now in their 20s and they are well on their way. They have emergency funds that way outweigh mine when I was in my 20s. They have retirement funds. I didn't even have a retirement fund when I was in my 20s. So they are well on their way to becoming millionaires. But when I was back then, I, I didn't know if it was going to work. Mm -hmm. So I did a bunch of different things. I would pull in my neighbor's kids and try <laughs> things with them and see if they you know, could pick it up and what worked and what didn't and what resonated and what didn't. And through the process, I also became passionate about finding ways to live our lives in the lifestyle that we love, just do it for less. Because let's face it, I had gotten accustomed to my nice new home and I didn't want to change my lifestyle, but my income wasn't going to be able to support the lifestyle that I had come to love. What I found was that there were ways to live it and do it for less so that I could stay in that house and I could live the life that I loved, but I had to do it just a little bit differently and making that decision. You know, what a lot of people don't realize, and I talk a lot about decisions in the different talks that I give, mm -hmm. but we make over 35,000 decisions a 
day. Wow. Over 35,000 decisions a day. Now, most of them we are conscious of, but there are some that are even, you know, subconscious, unconscious decisions. When we get up in the morning, you decide to brush your teeth every day, but I don't think you go up and you think, okay, I need to make sure that I brush my teeth. It's automatic. It's just something that has become a habit, but it is an actual decision because there are those days that you get up and you decide not to brush your teeth right away and go downstairs and grab a cup of coffee first. So we make many decisions every day and some of them we're aware of and some of them we're not. And becoming more aware of more of your decisions allow you to have a lot more control of the life that you lead. I love that, Amy, like how you put together like we still have that option of making decision in those times when you are struggling. And I love that you were like, okay, let me ask other kids around, uh, like, like beta testing. I think we talk about that a lot in our business. Like before you even go out with your idea, like just go and like check and like find people and tweak and until you make that perfect course or nothing is perfect too. <laughs> like you, you still have to tweak it based on the feedback you get. And, uh, but I, I, I love that. Like you were struggling with like, okay, the things which you don't know, you don't know, but you still figure it out. You find ways to figure it out. I love that you put that, you emphasized on that because I feel like this uh, taking decision differently is so important. And I think it's in your book, it's on your YouTube and Facebook. And you talk about this a lot, like decision reimagine. I think that's what you call it, right? Yeah, because sometimes you just have to look at things a little bit differently. I talk a lot and about perspective perspective changes. When we look at things different thing differently, the things I guess Wayne Dyer said that when we we change the way we look at things, the things we look at change. Mm. And so I'm all about helping people change the way they look at things so that their things can change. Mm-hmm. Um and and instilling that in others is, you know, like I said, one of my core beliefs. I love that. I love that. And I feel like For me, core beliefs is so strong because even when I'm working with the clients, first thing is I have to make sure our core beliefs are matching. Then it's like the true partnership I can have with them. If it is not, like I know in my, like, it's like we have this gut feeling, like intuition, which tells you, no, this is not right for us. And I think this core values, this core belief is so important to have. And I think it's something which we need to focus on too, because sometimes, uh, like as you were saying in the start of our interview, like there's nothing like quick thing, like there's nothing like instant satisfaction. It's a process, it's a journey we are on as an entrepreneur to really find what is those core beliefs like we want to align with, what we want to serve. And uh, I know you do a lot of volunteer work too, uh, Amy, which is beautiful because I think that also shows like what are your core beliefs too. I think how we live our life and how we act, how we say things. I think they all align towards our core value, uh, core beliefs and core values. Thank you so much for emphasizing on that. I would love to ask you, Amy, about this new program you have. Like you have two different programs and one of them is like raising uh, money savvy kids. And I love this topic because my daughter is three year old and I just bought those wipe and clean like Usborne book. And that is actually teaching her money uh, for three to four year old. And I'm like, okay, we need to start doing that. And my husband was like talking about this, uh, uh, what, uh, 
Warren Buffett did, like when he was, I think, six, seven year old, he actually started like uh, investing in stocks like that time. And he was saying, I should have started it earlier. So my husband was like, jokingly, or I think he probably was serious. He was telling me like, we should teach our daughter to like start investing when she's like six or seven. But I would love to know from you, Amy, like, what is the age when you think the kids needs to start learning about money? Like what is the age like they will really grasp that concept? Well, I'm going to tell you, but you're going to be surprised. Most (laughs) parents wait until they're like in high school Mm -hmm. and they figure, you know what, I need to get them learning about budgeting. We don't, we don't teach budgeting, but I do this because that's what we were taught. You know, teach them about budgeting. We need to teach them about the value of a dollar. We need to teach them about how to shop and because they're getting ready to graduate high school and go off on their own, whether that's to higher learning education or off on their own. And I'm here to tell you it's never too late, but you really missed a prime opportunity. The time, the best time to start teaching your children about money is when they learn what the money denominations are. And that typically happens in the United States around the age of five or six. So starting at the age of five or six really sets them up for many years to practice and hone that skill of money management. And no, you don't teach a a six-year-old about a credit card. So (laughs) we don't jump there. We do things in a way that is very outside the box because we're in the year 2021, you guys. And the way that we've done things in the past, although it's been great, really doesn't work as well moving forward. So we show you how to use money as a tool to teach your children in everyday life situations. So it doesn't take parents any more time. It takes them less money. We've actually had proof now that people are spending less money on their kids when they teach their kids about money. It's It's profound. When you give your child money and you go to the store and they want to buy something, they typically say, hey, mom, you know, hey, can I have some money? I want to buy this. And when I would say to them, well, that needs to come from your money. They're like, yeah, I don't want it so much. So I think it's like you know, us, right? Like, yeah, like they're like, yeah, it'll put <laughs> more money on it, yeah. but mine, no, I'm going to save mine for something better than that. That's like mm-hmm. a waste of money. So they quickly learn life skills just by allowing them to have the money to work with. And we teach mm-hmm. you how to do this. And we start with very small sums of money and small opportunities to spend it and learn. And they learn through doing which are the best examples and the best learning tools you can give your child. I love that, Amy. And I I just like, I feel like, oh, I need this (laughs) when you said that. So Amy, is this like, is like a, are you like walking them through? Is that a video kind of training? Like how many weeks or months is this training going to be like, how do you do that? Like in the best way to teach parents about this? Well, it's mind blowing how quick everybody can get grasp the concept. We have a six module course. 
okay. called How to Raise Our Raising Money Savvy Kids. And sometimes we put the tagline on to be millionaires because let's face it, by the time they retire, you guys, they're going to need to have a million dollars because of inflation in order to retire when they finally get to that age. Mm-hmm. So we want to set them up to be able to retire and be able to retire comfortably. And in that course, it's six modules. They're anywhere from about 40 to 45, 50 minutes each. Mm-hmm. And each one takes a different topic. We start them out really small very slow so that they can grasp the concept and really get proficient at it. And you will do the first stage for years, especially if you start your child at the age of five or six. Mm -hmm. Uh, it, It does. And then we show you how to progress when your child gets a little bit older, how to move them into the next phase, how to show them how to use a bank account. We show you how to plan for a large expense. You know, when in our lives, we we have large expenses. We buy, you know, a house, a car, a vaca- we, we take a vacation. That's a very large expense. And we need to teach our children how to manage and make sure you have the money for these large expenses. And we show them at a very young age um, in the course how you can do that. I love that. I, I just love this, Amy. And uh, I just love this. And then you have another program, Amy, which is called Stretching Your Dollar. So is that, so that the first one was like raising kids who are money savvy. That was like for parents. Now the Stretching Your Dollar, is that for parents or for others? It's for any adult that wants to live their life for less by stretching their dollar. It gives you the key components on how you can look at your life in ways that you can determine where you can stretch your dollar and then exactly how you can do it. You see, so often we get so tunnel vision and we think it's an all or nothing. Mm -hmm. For example, if um, I used to get my hair highlighted and cut at a really nice high-end salon. And I thought, okay, it's either I get a cut there and highlight there, or I have to do it at home. Well, there are a million other ways to manage your money and still look as good as you did, but not have to always go. Maybe you stretch your visits out. Maybe you do every other visit at a lower end salon to be able to stretch your money. So there are other opportunities and options besides all or nothing. And so we show you in stretching your dollar how to look at certain expenses and find ways to get what you want, but just pay less for it. Love it, Amy. And I love that the way you explained it, like that is something we all are looking for. I feel because I think money is so fluid. It's like an energy. It comes and go. And uh, I always like talk about like having abundance in money rather than seeing how much less we have. But that abundance also come from making good decision around money. And that's what I also like when I go to clients business, like we look at finances, but sometimes the CEOs are scared to talk about money. But I think we need to we need to be more knowledgeable as a CEOs, even if you're scared of money, like know exactly what are those key numbers. So like, as you were saying, gave me like really know how you can stretch that dollar or find alternative options because we can leak money like crazy in our business, in our life. So I think that is so important. I, I love that, Amy. And uh, so if someone have to like, 
get more information about these two programs? Like what are the ways they can, is there like, a, like, is it on the website or they visit your Facebook? There's a variety of ways. If you're looking for raising money savvy kids, you can go to our website, www.raisingmoneysavvykids.com. Uh, no, raising uh, raising money savvy kids course.com. Okay. Awesome. Um, you can also find the link for that on mm-hmm. our business website, which is lololacoaching.com. And that's spelled L-I-L-O-L-A because it's the first two letters of live, love, and laugh because Aww. we believe that everyone's lives need a little more love and laughter. And you can get the link to both uh, the Stretching Your Dollar course as well as Raising Money Savvy Kids, uh, both on the Lolola website. I love that, Amy. Thank you so much. And I'm going to put that on the show notes, uh, Amy. So I do want to ask you one more thing, Amy, like like building the business, like finding that, like making that decision that you wanted to do this for your kids and then making it a business out of it. But I would love to know, like when you started out, what were your systems like and how are the systems now? Like, do you have a team? Like, how are you building and growing your business? (laughs) I laugh because in the beginning, it's a team of one, you guys. It's me, myself, and I. I guess it's three. Me, myself, and I. I love that. Um, So I did have a team. And then, you know, I would say that I had another team member, and that was the woman at the post office. She was in charge of my shipping department. Oh, wow. Who we became one on, you know, when when we needed to mail things to people, um, Mm -hmm. you know, we would go to the post office. So... I, I, yes, when you start, you start out small. Now it's not much bigger. I have a business partner that I joined forces with and we split the, um, the daily tasks and responsibilities that way. So we do have a little bit of help. We've also implemented a little bit of automation, which has freed up a whole lot of our time to, in order to automate things. Uh, has really helped. So no, we're at a point now, we are lean and mean and a fighting machine. And we're all about, you know, spending less mm-hmm. in the life that we want. I love that. Yes. The impact that we want. So I, we are, we, we spend as little as we need to in order to be able to impact people's lives. I love that. And I, I love that, Amy, like how you're also approaching, like running your own business from the point of view of like really optimizing, making it lean and like really finding options of like automation, for example, to finding options for automation to like really be what do you call money savvy, business savvy, finance savvy. So I would love to know, Amy, like this is something because I'm a system person. So I always love to ask about this. So maybe I got you off guard there, but <laughs> I, I do talk about business, how they're growing and uh, scaling their business. Uh, so I, this is like a final rapid fire kind of thing, Amy. I have started okay. doing it. So I would love to, are you ready for it? It's just going to be four to five questions. <laughs> All right, I'm prepared. Okay, great. You have been doing awesome. I think everyone is loving listening to you. So Amy, like uh, if your 17-year-old has to give you advice right now, what it would be? (laughs) Relax. 
Oh, yes. <laughs> Relax. That, that would be what it, everything will work out the way it's supposed to work out. And you worrying about it and getting a belly ache and a headache and losing sleep isn't going to make it work out any better. So just relax. Stop playing the worst possible scenario because that may or may not ever happen. And you have all the tools to deal with it if it does. So just so relax good. would be the, the message so I give myself. I love that. And I think that that message is for all of us. <laughs> like we need to relax because I think as a visionaries, as entrepreneurs, we tend to get so many ideas in our head. We want to implement everything. So I think sometimes we just have to relax and find that balance. And the right, we were talking about it in the beginning and like aligning it with, with your core beliefs. So Awesome. Second question, uh, Amy, is uh, what is the uh, recent purchase of any systems or anything you have phys- like physical or system or software you have purchased, which has really helped in your business? Well, I have a lot of different facets of my business. So I have a business where we're, we're teaching parents how to raise money savvy kids. And then I also have a business where I am a transformational public speaker. So on the transformational public speaker side, I've actually purchased, which I've never had, um, a CRM, a customer relations management tool, so that I can better manage that way things don't fall through the cracks. I can make sure that I put tasks in, you know, it's kind of like the modern to-do list without having to, you know, wonder, oh, did I put that on there? When do I, when is this due? When do I need to call them? That has really helped manage my time without making me worry that I've forgotten something or I'm dropping a ball. So in that business, what what is the CRM? What is the name? It's a customer relations management tool. And it allows you to put in um, people's information and Mm -hmm. as well as notes, you can keep track of the emails that you send them, what the emails that come back, and then you can put tasks with reminders, you know, follow up in two weeks. And this is what you're following up on because when you have a lot of people you're following up on, (laughs) there's only, my, my daughter says there's only so much Ram that's available to be able to process everything. And this allows you to auto dump some of that out of your head so that you have room to process other processes. I love that. And then, uh, so Amy, like what is the, are you using Dubsabo, Honeybook or 17 Hats? Like which one? I'm using HubSpot. Okay. Yeah. Um, because you guys will appreciate this. It's what? It's free. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I am starting with the free version mm-hmm. and um, it it suffices for me for now. And then mm-hmm. as I, if I outgrow the free version, which I may or may not, because they have a pretty sizable free, pour, you know, version, yes. then I will invest. But at that point, there'll be more money to pay for that kind of a investment. So I have taken on that tool, but again, you need to be money savvy and live your life. Just do it for less. Yes. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Because I do work with 17 hats, Rapsabo and Honeybook. So I think Hubs, HubSpot, I've heard about it. So thank you for bringing that up, Amy. If I ever go into that, I'm going to ask you questions. Like if ever, <laughs> if I ever, I have a client who uses that or, but I'm, as you said, like it does have good features and you're loving it. So I'm going to explore that. Uh, always looking for new, new systems to implement in clients' business. So uh, Amy, like what is your favorite book recently? My favorite, say that again, book, like the, 
Well, book okay. you are currently reading because I know we have lots of favorites. There, there are a ton of favorites and it depends on what genre you're talking about. Um, but one of my, oh gosh, there's so many good ones. I will tell you one that I go to a lot is a, a book by in, in, Andy Andrews, I believe it's Andy Andrews, and it's called The Traveler's Gift. And if you've not read it, I highly recommend it. He has a series, not a series, he has a couple of different books. And there's a couple of his books that I really love because it allows you to look at your life differently and from a different perspective. And when we, like I said before, when we change the way we look at things, the things we look at change. And this is a, one of his books is a shining example of that. Um, But A Traveler's Gift also allows you to see things a little bit different and uh, be able to to manage your life in a little bit of a different way. Love it. Thank you so much. And I'm going to put that in the show notes too, Amy. I love those. I think it's always good to know what people are reading and what inspires them. So thank you for sharing that. So Amy, like this is the end part of our interview. Is there anything... I know it was so fun. Like we're just, having so much fun. <laughs> it was so much fun. So, other than the website which you spoke about a little earlier, like, are there any other places you would like others to follow up or like just connect with you? I would love it if you would connect with me on my YouTube channel. Uh, it's Amy Fuentes, plain and simple. And on there, I I post aha moments. These are the the moments that occur to me with perspective and things that allow my life to be a little bit easier as a result of the awareness of this item. And they're short and sweet. I also share on their uh, date days with my husband because I like to inspire people to take the time to water and grow their relationships into what they really want. And the last thing that I have on there is you don't know what you don't know, which we talked about before, there are things that, let's face it, we just don't know what we don't know. And when we do know them, they can make our lives easier, safer, better. And so I bring something different that you might not know every month um, to the YouTube channel. So please connect with me there. I'm also on Instagram, um, both at the Amy Fuentes or La Lola. I think it, we changed it now to, to Amy and Sita. That's the um, Instagram. And then we're on Facebook as well. Awesome. Thank you so much, Amy, for being on my show today. I had so much fun. We had fun conversation. And I think this is this conversation is going to help lots of people out there who are looking for support in either it's finance or just like all the fun aha moment, like knowing what they don't know from you. So I think uh, I just love this episode, this interview with you. Thank you for being on my show, Amy. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Awesome. So today we only had this much time with Amy, but if you want to learn more from Amy, please do connect with her on her social media and check her website, which I will be putting in the show notes. Talk to you all soon. Show up to inspire and impact and also be money savvy, as Amy said. (laughs) Take care. (laughs) 
I honor you for your energy and time to show up till the end and listening to this episode. If you enjoyed this episode, please do take a minute to rate and review my show and share it with others who needs it the most. This would mean world to me. Remember your positive intentions, your presence and your positive energy is contagious to attract the positive result. Talk to you soon. Stay tuned until the next episode.